Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Axis Financial. Today, along with John Thurman of Axis Financial, Philip talks about life insurance on parents and siblings. Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with John Thurman, the insurance expert. What's going on, John? Morning, Philip. How are you? I'm doing well. By the time this episode comes out, then you should probably have your Instagram account. Dang it, we don't know. We don't know what the account name is, so we can't plug it yet, right? Uh, I doubt Axis Financial is is taken. So uh, maybe yeah. spelled out A X I S F I N I C I L. <laughs> yeah, and and if not, y'all check follow. Look me up on Ask Philip, and I would have a. Uh, I'll be. Uh, maybe John would have done a clip. Maybe John would have done a clip by now, and he would have tagged me to it, and you can see John and follow his page that way. Put I've been fighting on. that for years. Put the pressure on. <laughs> Alrighty, so today we are talking about life insurance on a parent or a sibling. What 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 do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean if somebody you know has a a, a family member that maybe has not been as financially responsible, or maybe that family member lives with them, um, and you have the financial responsibility while they're living, and then also once they pass away. So we we've, we've had several situations where. Um, you know, somebody had their parents living with them or maybe didn't live with them, but knew they had a lot of outstanding debt. Um, a lot of people don't realize that life insurance is great in the sense that if somebody has a lot of medical bills and debt, you know, leading up to their passing, that they can do one of two things. They can either have a, a bunch of extra medical bills after they pass away, or they can spin down a lot of their assets, um, trying to take care of whatever medical situation. And so, Buying life insurance on a family member um, is something that you can do as long as there's insurable interest. Yeah, obviously you can't buy it and then kill them, um, but you have to have some reason of why you're tied to them and why you would be financially impacted if they passed away. But you can do anything from a final expense type policy, which is you know five thousand, ten thousand, twenty five thousand, or you can do um, you know one hundred thousand, one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand, depending on their situation. You can't buy a million dollar policy on somebody if they have you know no net worth and and uh, no outstanding debt. There has to be some reason of why you're buying the policy, but it is just going to provide financial support and peace of mind for whoever's surviving once that person passes. So in some cases, we've seen somebody buy a policy on their father because they know their mother's going to be in a bad place. If their father passes, maybe the retirement was tied to him. And so the the parent's retirement income was you know heavier and more tied to one parent. So they'll buy a life insurance policy on them so they can take care of the surviving parent or if like i said that they end up being stuck with the medical debt or outstanding bills or whatever it is that you know ends up happening as they get closer to the end of their life that they have some to replace or bring in some extra money um you know to take care of and we didn't even talk about that but just to take care of burial and final expenses 
um, in addition to maybe other expenses that they didn't foresee. So, so I, <clears throat> I kind of had a mental image of like a um, a family, like like a like a corporation, right? Because corporations is pretty is pretty common for them to have insurance on the CEO or the CFO or the key people or key employees. So same with the family. Like if, if and a lot of families are coming together financially to uh, create a better quality of life because the cost of living is going up so much. So you have multiple generations living together. And that, that to me just makes sense that even if they're not living together, you have, it's definitely common for families to financially support other family members, you know? Sure. Uh, yeah. So, yeah probably, that, probably more common than not, I would say. It seems so. Like. Yeah. More <laughs> common than that. Absolutely. And, um, and, and so, um, co- and then you listed multiple coverage options. Um, and, and, and I understand insurance, but that's basically like, um, based on your budget, anybody can probably afford it. Right. Cause I, you know, the, the policies you mentioned, what did you call the ones in the beginning? The final expense policy? Those are. Yeah. I mean, you, the, the smaller policies under 40,000 are going to be typically called final expense. It's less underwriting, easier to qualify for. And those are fine, but they're going to be smaller. They're going to be more for burial type stuff, typically for clients that are older or maybe have a little bit of health issues, but you know, anybody that's, um, under 70 can still qualify for a, a permanent product that's not necessarily final expense. We could get a lot more coverage for less money. Um, and in some cases, you don't need that. You know, somebody doesn't need 50000 or 100000 But there are cases where, like I talked about, the if the one spouse is heavily relied uh, relies upon the, the other spouse's income or retirement income or maybe the way they set up their, you know, uh, pension that they're going to lose if that person passes, then that's a case where you maybe need some more life insurance or higher dollar death benefit amount uh, versus just covering for burial, final expense type stuff. And before we move on, do you have any advice for people on how to have the conversation with like a parent or a brother? Cause I think that probably would um, be a challenge, you know, going to them and said, Hey, I need to buy some life insurance. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can be, I don't, I don't think it needs to be. Um, but I think it's just sitting down and talking to them about their situation and asking them, you know, how is your retirement income set up? You know, do, does this, is it set up? Cause there are pensions that are set up where if the, the employee, the retiree passes that the wife gets a hundred percent of that retirement income. And then there's situations where they chose to have just that income on the primary or the employee or retired employee. Um, so those are questions that, you know, it's, if, if somebody is, is the, has the concern for it, then there probably is not as big a deal for them to ask those questions. If somebody's financially set, then maybe the parents don't want to talk about it, but if they're financially set, then it doesn't really matter. Right. So I think if somebody is living with somebody and you're more intimately involved with them, then I think you can have that conversation a little easier and, um, you know, if, if you have someone that's just absolutely, you know, won't talk about it or combative, you know, you can't buy life insurance on someone without them knowing it. So if, if they're not going to do it, they're not going to do it. But I think if you can explain that they're, you're going to be the one financially responsible for them, or if they leave, you know, this world that they're, it's going to cause a financial impact, then, you know, I think you can have a logical conversation and talk about the needs and then bring that up, uh, um, you know, and, and shop look at options and see if it makes sense. You know, it's got to make sense for the family member 
if they can't fit it in their budget, you know, and, and that's what I'm saying, buying it on a, on a parent or sibling, because typically speaking, if they're in a situation where you're going to be a financial responsible for them, they're not going to be able to afford the premiums anyway. So it's got to make sense for everybody. Yep. Yep. And, and another good way to breach the conversation too, is maybe you take a, a certain podcast episode you're listening to and then you send it to the family and then you say, I like, like I like to talk about this over, uh, over football this Sunday, you know, in between, right. in between halftime. Good option. Yeah. Smart. Genius. 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 That's what we do. What we do let mm-hmm. everybody know how they can reach you. If they want to maybe have you have the conversation <laughs> with their family members as well. Uh, yeah. Or, or share some information on that. Shed some light. Yeah. My email is my first name, J O N at axis, fin, a X I S F I N.com. And the office line is eight, one, seven, six, one, eight, three, three, six, nine. Thanks. For, thanks for sharing. Thanks, Phil. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.